Welcome to the DBS Films Podcast, a behind-the-scenes look into making indie films. Learn from DBS Films about their process, tips, and fun stories that all come with making multiple movies a reality. Hey everybody, welcome to the DBS Films Podcast. My name is Kelly, with me as always is my brother Brennan. Together we make movies with DBS Films. Today's episode we are talking about tips on auditioning for a DBS film. And that is because we have auditions coming up for our newest uh, movie, The Bigfoot Project. And if you want to have... Your chance at being on set with us, all you got to do is take a look at our Discord channel online, and then you can go ahead and be part of the process. But in this episode, we basically want to give you some tips, more specifically so on DBS, but also, you know, again, we think these tips will be able to carry over to any auditions that you do. As always, be sure to take a look at Force of Death, which is our newest film online. If you go ahead and watch it, rent it, review it, it means the world to us. So, you know, again, in these next two episodes, we're really just going to focus in on specifically what it's going to be like to audition for our upcoming feature, the uh, Bigfoot Project. The auditions will be live later on in this week. Took the Discord for more information because as you are listening to this, I have already posted some more details so you can go ahead and get up-to-date information. Right now, we're just basically finalizing the last few details with the scripts and everything, but we will be rolling this out, and this is going to be basically the same process for each and every movie that we're making moving moving forward. So it's really going to be pretty similar. So this episode should give you some good value if you are going ahead and auditioning. So then the first thing I really want to start off with, and I think this is the biggest thing when it comes to acting, we've talked about it before, we'll talk about it again. It is a numbers game and the numbers are not on your side. And I think this is something that you really need to understand the first time you're becoming an actor, the first time you're really like, I want to do this, rejection is going to be constantly around you. It is basically, you know, I think the the stat now is like less than... I want to say like less than 10% of actors are actually doing it full-time professionally. So it means there is a ton of people out there and there is just a limited amount of slots. And on top of that, unlike other jobs or things where you really just need a skill set, when it comes to acting, you need to fit the role as well too. So you know, we don't want to be the bearer of bad news right off the bat, but I think the best thing you can do is mitigate your expectations, not only for our auditions, because we did have 1,300 people for the last audition, we'll probably have a similar number there, but you actually have much better odds with DBS films than you do with any other audition process out there. And we'll kind of hop into why that is the case, but let's start off with just being an actor and how you have to have your arms wide open to rejection yeah i think um the saying is for every nine no's you might get a yes and your job is to go out and find those no's find that rejection and i think that's something that you have to do as an actor but it's just not just acting it's everything in this industry there's just so much competition there's so many people and there's only so many spots there's only so many movies that get made so even for myself when i go to distribution companies when i try and talk to other producers or try and get us a better deal a lot of these streaming platforms um you know we get a lot of reje- rejection but that's my job to go out there and you know turn over these rocks and then one day we'll find gold i think if you're looking at a one day audition or a one movie or one project audition um and you're putting all your eggs in one basket and then you get devastated when you don't get it i don't think that is a healthy mindset and i don't think that's a mindset for success 
I think what you really need to do is look at it as a one-year, three-year, and five-year process. If you do 100, 200 auditions this year, your odds are so much better than people who's are going to do maybe 10, 12, 20 auditions. That's just not enough. You have to constantly be honing your craft. You constantly have to be getting better. Auditioning and doing self-tape is a skill. You get better with each one that you do. You have to get your reps. So it kind of disheartens me when I hear a lot of actors are like, oh, the right opportunity will come to me. You know, someone will see me and I'll become famous. And that is not the case at all. I don't think there's any stories of that ever happening. You have to go. You have to hit the ground. You have to get rejected a lot over and over and over and over again. And then you'll finally get your break. But you kind of have to really look at this as a long term process you know, one, three, five year goal. If your goal is to be an actor and you'll do whatever it takes to become an actor, that's just the mindset that you have to have. That really is the case. And I think you have to go into it with that mindset. Um, and, you know, if you do not, you are just setting yourself up for basically just a lot more pain and suffering in the process is. And unfortunately, you know, that's just basically the case that we live in when it comes to this profession. A lot of people do want to be actors, but I don't think a lot of people understand the hard work part of it. So I think that's going to be the second thing that I just want to highlight real quickly. And, you know, really look at our methodology and our model, you know, compare us to other indie filmmakers. What do they typically do? Three to five years to make one feature film. And then they usually give up after it. That is typically the case study that we see. Very rarely do we see anyone with the type of production case capabilities as us, but our mindset is completely different. We understand what are those small attainable goals? What are those small things that we can continue to do each time? What are the controllables that we have? And, you know, it's our low budgets that we can utilize. It's our skill set of being able to do everything ourselves. And I think you really have to take that mindset and that methodology with you to improving. So, you know, one of the biggest things that I would just recommend is doing each one of our auditions every single time doing the audition process for us. And I'll go into a little bit of detail a little bit later about why that's a big difference. But, um, you know, again, I, I just want to you know, highlight the, the the actors that we work with that typically have the best skill sets that we've seen. The biggest difference from them is just pure experience in doing it. And, you know, we, we do open it up to a lot of people who don't have traditional acting experience and things like that, but you gain a lot of experience just by doing this and, and going through the grid of it. So, you know, I, I think a lot of people want to be actors, but they don't understand one, the rejection, and then two, the hard work element of it. So you want to kind of talk about, you know, just our experience of working with actors. We can really see, I think the biggest difference I see in an actor that really has experience is they will say something like, oh, I totally get it. If I don't get this role, it makes sense. You know, this is, I, I've been here. I've been here. I, I understand this. And on top of that, that does not stop them in the slightest. Yeah. I think that's just the way you have to look at it is like, Hey, I like this role. I think I'm a good fit for this role, but if I don't get this role, then I'll find something else. You know, that's just what you have to do. You kind of, it's almost like a sales job. You have to have a pipeline. You have to have a project. You have to always be networking. If you look at all the movies that we do, we bring a lot of people back. It's the people that we like, the people that are comfortable with us, the people that did a much better job in pre-production than other people, you know, that put in the effort because we want people to, you know, be involved in these movies, to have a passion like we have a passion for these movies. And if you're coming there and trying to get a paycheck, you know, whether you're an actor or you're part of the crew, that's just not in our budget right now. Is that good for a Hollywood movie or something out on the West Coast or in Atlanta? 
where you just want to cut a paycheck and get your job done. Yeah, but for an indie movie, every single person on set has to be extremely valuable. And I think that's another thing you have to keep in mind as an actor is that, you know, you really have to give it your all. You can't just come on there, memorize your lines, and just give a performance. You really have to do a ton of pre-production. There is a strong correlation that I've seen between the actor's performances and the amount of pre-production work that they've done. Um, to give you an example, Roger with the fire pit scene in The Forest of Death, great scene, huge eight-minute monologue scene, one of the most crucial scenes in the movie. But he did a ton of pre-production work on this. Yes, most of that stuff was improvised, but he was able to improvise because he had a good understanding of the character, he had a good understanding of the beats that I told him to actually hit, the beats that he had to hit, and then he had a good understanding of like what made that character tick. And he had a ton of reference materials. He was texting me daily, emailing me daily. We're doing Zoom meetings pretty much every other day to get this character where we both really wanted it. And that is a lot of effort. It's a lot of time-consuming effort. But if you want to be a good actor, this is what it's going to take. It's exactly that. So that, that's really kind of those two things i think the last negative one that i want to basically highlight just to kind of get them out of the way before we hop into more details is a lot of times it comes down to the role and there's you could be the best person acting skill wise um you can really do an absolutely amazing job but for one reason or the other we just feel like the role fits one person or the other now here's the thing we have a lot of flexibility we make horror movies they're not very specific a lot of our characters are open-ended when it comes to either gender or age or things like that so we're already much better than a lot of different other casting but it just comes down to almost like this this presence that you can't necessarily control with the actual acting yourself so that's really something to just keep in mind is a lot of times you could be doing an absolutely fantastic job but it's still just based on the role that we are looking for what i will say though and a huge benefit of auditioning for us is when we see someone who might be good for a different type of role we naturally keep that in mind you know we have an ever-growing database that we have for a lot of uh, people who are acting auditioning so it gives us more confidence if we want to cast a certain type of character but you just want to talk about how you know this is a hard thing because you can do everything perfect you can nail it and you can still not get the role yeah, I mean, it's just it's just acting in general and casting in general. Um, we are different, as in all the characters in the movie that I write. I give them a gender for the script, but it's completely fluid. Um, the male characters become female. I think Georgie in Into the Forest was actually a male lead, and Georgie came out and had a great audition, and we just changed the lead character to female. So we move people around. Nothing is in, um, you know, set in stone. I don't have an idea in my head of, like, this is the character I want specifically for this. They have to look like this. They have to do that. I really don't. We really kind of, you know, have the characters out there. We have, We give the size, and then whoever could do the best performance gets that role. So I think we are a little bit different where we're not like, oh, we need a male, you know, 20, 25 years old that looks like this, that has brown hair. It's like, no, it's like it goes, the role goes to whoever, you know, does the best job at this role will get it. It doesn't matter their gender or race or any of the other stuff, really age either. Um, it's just whoever does the best job gets it. So I think we're a little bit different with that. But I mean, even that being said, when we finalize to get down to the last couple of people, so to give you an example, we usually get about, you know, one to 2000 auditions out of that. 
we'll get 50 to 100 callbacks. And out of that, we'll narrow the group down to 15 to 20 finalists. And out of those 15 to 20 finalists, usually, I mean, there is very little difference. I think all those people can do the movie. They can do the best job. I don't think there's going to be much difference between any of them. But I have to make a decision. I have to pick somebody. And a lot of that is gut. I just have to make you know a choice. I have to just be like, all right, this is the person I feel most comfortable with. And a lot of that doesn't necessarily come down to acting. It just comes down to you know our conversations that we have um, via Zoom or in person or how comfortable I feel about them, how passionate I think they're going to be. So a lot of it doesn't come down to your acting ability. It just comes down to you know the your vibe and how comfortable I feel with you putting you know putting you on an indie set because indie sets are much more difficult than you know, most sets is long hours and it's very grueling. But out of the 20 finalists, I usually 100% believe that anybody could do it. We show the last 20 um, finalists to a lot of people. I get a lot of feedback, which helps out. Um, and I just kind of really, honestly, I go with the group decisions. And, you know, if the majority of people say that this is the best person, then we kind of go with them. But we've been very lucky with at least the last couple of movies where, the best person has always been the majority when I've gotten to this point, they've always been like, this is the person. And that was my personal choice as well. So we haven't had much disagreement, but if you're one of those 20, man, it just, it could just be the time of day. You know, you never really know. There's so many little things that go into just the final decision of a director, of a producer, of a production team. And so most of the time it's not going to be in your control, which is why we say audition, 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 do as many as you possibly can. Give yourself as many shots as possible because it's just, it really is a numbers game. 100%. So now I want to start going into detail about how we are different here at DBS Films. And again, we make movies for our fans, with our fans. I think one of the biggest things that I end up getting as pretty common feedback once we have people who actually have experience auditioning is just how dramatically different we are from most casting calls. Might be different, you know, because a lot of the people who are auditioning for us, it's their first time kind of going through this process. But the typical process for a casting agent is you will go ahead and submit your information and all that stuff and you will never hear back and they will never contact you they'll never know what's going on they only contact the people that they do want to talk to and then more importantly you will never see them ever ever again poof they vanish gone so that little interaction is gone with us here at dbs films i can 100 say if you continue to audition for each and every movie that we make you have a hundred percent chance of being in our movies i can say that now but in the future, we simply cannot say that because we'll probably end up having 100, 200, 300,000 people in our Discord channel. And that's when the numbers just become impossible. For everyone who's auditioning now, if you continue to audition, your odds will continue to grow and we will see you. And we will basically be like, hey, this person's continuing to audition. They're continuing to audition. We track all of these things. So while your chances of being in our movie right now may be less than 1%, and they definitely are less than 1% with the over 1,000 people in the, the, the movie, on the grand scale of DBS with our 20, 30, 40, 50 you know, we're, we're going to really be pushing as much as we possibly can and scaling up, having multiple production teams, having multiple production teams that we cast from the Discord in the sense of directors and all of those things. Again, that's the grand scheme. You can start building your portfolio now with us. You can continue to do so. So you want to talk about how that's a big, huge difference between most casting calls that you're going to see out there. 
Yeah, and we're always looking to, you know, cultivate and build the community. I'd much rather pull people from the community than outside the community because I know the community is involved in the process. I understand that they've watched all our movies, which is big. You know, when we go out and I give reference materials to actors to try and create a common dialogue so I can be like, hey, you know that movie in like The Sixth Sense, the intro scene, The Sixth Sense, we're trying to do that here. Or look how this character kind of played it um, in this movie. We're going to try and do it like that. A good example was in Officer Reynolds in the new Into the Forest movie. I was like, the um, the scene in True Detective with Matthew McConaughey, this is what I want from this character. And I sent it to him and he studied and did a great job. So Brent did an unbelievable job doing pre-production stuff. But it's like creating that common dialogue is key. But if we're working with people from the Discord, from our community, there already is that kind of language built in already. You guys are familiar with our style, with what we're trying to do, where I could be like, hey, you know, we're making another Shapeshifter movie. I liked how Chloe did it in Forest of Death. Let's try and emulate that. Or, you know, back in The Invited, like we're trying to do a party scene. Let's not do it like The Invited. Let's try and do it a little bit better. But then you guys know what we're talking about. So that's always really big. But just to see the growth, and I think that's really cool. It's why we kind of bring the same actors back. If you look at – just look at Reggie from The Whitlow House. He's been in a lot of movies now, and he's gotten really good. He had a really good performance in the last one. So with each time um, – before I even bring up the next point, Howard Hawkins – Great job, Officer Hawk. And then he was in another movie, another movie. And I thought his best one was in the Roger Project, which we just finished. So you can see the growth. And I'm a firm believer that as long as you give anybody a chance to be an actor that wants to be an actor, they can become an actor. It's just getting screen time, getting reps, getting in front of that camera, because there's just this nerve and anxiety of being in a, a movie and performing once that kind of goes away and that only goes away with experience, then you can start to utilize your talents and really kind of, um, you know, flush out and let the character become yourself. I see so many actors that may be really, really good actors, really, really, really good in pre-production. And then they come on set and they freeze up and you can tell there's like that robotic performance to them. And that's just nerves and anxiety. And honestly, the only way to get through that is to be comfortable with the people who are making the movie. So be comfortable with us. And if you've been in our discord, you've been around us, you understand what we're trying to do. Our goal is to get you on as many movies as possible so that you can kind of get comfortable with the whole process and really start to put your own spin and acting knowledge on the characters yourself. Completely agree with that. And I think that brings up a good point and kind of the last thing I want to end on this episode with, and again, we're going to have another episode that goes into more details and tips for actually doing the audition process and how it actually works. But I think this whole beginning episode is basically incredibly important for just getting that right mindset and understanding why we're doing these things. And I basically want to base highlight right now why we do want to cast from our Discord community, why we do want to cast people who are super fans. If you are a super fan, you will get feedback directly from me. So basically, we will give you tips to improve right away. And if you're a legend of the DBS Discord, which is someone that supports us on the Discord, you actually get an automatic callback. And the way the automatic callback is designed to do is so that we can have a live uh, process of me working with you. So you automatically get moved to that callback area. And the reason for that is because it shows your commitment to DBS. And Honestly, as an indie studio, the most important thing, the most important thing is having someone like you were saying that is committed to the project because there is so much riding on each and every single actor that is part of the process. And more importantly, 
having them come from the Discord community, come to the Discord channel, they're very enthusiastic. They work really, really hard. They do the pre-production. They do everything that we're really asking for. And again, I understand why actors who are used to the indie film circuit might not be as motivated because it makes sense. You know, there's a lot of indie nightmares out there where you go on set things will be completely crazy. And, you know, the first thing you're really looking for is like, how do I get, you know, off this set, collect my paycheck and hopefully survive. So I understand, you know, why some people are almost a lot reserved when it comes to just how much effort they put forward, where it's a complete opposite case. You know us, you know me, you know my brother, you know us very well. We want you to succeed. We want everyone to see you succeed. Everyone in the Discord wants you to succeed. So all of that extra commitment to the role and to the movies really adds up. So that's why, you know, if you are a super fan, if you are part of Carl's Club, if you are a supporter of the DBS Discord, that is already showing us your commitment level. And in between auditions, that is the best way to really show how committed you are to dbs i mean think about it this way as you were saying we have you know 20 some people in each role that would be absolutely perfect we just said hey this guy is perfect that one's perfect that one's perfect in the sense of what that character actually is for the role would you not go with the person that you know is 100 committed you know them very well because we talk to them on a daily basis in the discord channel or would you go to the person that you don't really know that's kind of a wild card they could be great but they could also be terrible yeah, I mean, it's it's what you just said is 100% true. The biggest risk for me, because there is so much on the line, um, we don't get our movie, we don't get our money back essentially for a year later, um, and sometimes even longer. So if we kind of mess up one of these movies or one of these movies isn't made, it's really going to, you know, I don't think it'll destroy us, but it'll really hurt. Um and the, the biggest risk that I have is honestly actor risk. You know, at any point, these actors could walk off set, you know, and they just quit or just phone in a performance or be difficult with other actors or crew members. There's a lot of, um, you know, just a lot of stuff that could go wrong. And that hasn't happened yet. And I'll knock on wood. But I think some of that is to my ability to vet people and just make sure, you know, these people are the most passionate people we could find. And there's been times when I've turned down the better actor to go with somebody who I felt more comfortable with. And I think that's the biggest thing is comfort level on both sides. It's comfort level of the actors um, with us and our comfort level with the actors um, as well. It goes both ways. And I think one way to just streamline that and to get that comfort level as quickly and the rapport as quickly as possible is through the Discord because you know us. You know, you see us all the time. You're watching our movies. You're doing our stuff. You're involved in the, the community stuff. And I will 100% always take an actor from the Discord, the community, even if it's, you know, even if they're they're, they're not as good or they just didn't perform as well as another actor to take away that risk, to make me feel comfortable with that person. I'll take that person 10 out of 10 times um, because it's such a fragile business. These shoots are like pressure cookers. You have seven days or 12 hours in the middle of the night. Um, everybody says they can handle it, but man, you start to see a lot of mental fatigue. You start to see tempers flare up and all it takes is one bad apple one bad egg to be on set and uh, you know, it can really jeopardize a whole performance and a whole movie. 
Yep, that is 100% the case. And that is really why we are leaning so heavy and so hard into this methodology. And we will continue to make movies for our fans with our fans. That's going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Again, this was really a lot of tips on the overall mindset and our mindset. So they are actually a lot more important. But in the next episode, we're going to go ahead and talk about little details on how you can have the best possible audition. What are just tips for any type of audition that we see after you know going through tens of thousands of auditions now? As always, be sure to take a look at our Discord channel online because if you want to have any chance of auditioning, you need to go ahead and be part of it because that is where we host all of this. Also, be sure to take a look at Force Death Online. Supporting us now means the world to us as we can make more movies and cast more people. But until then, have a good one.